Hallelujah. Praise God. One more time, let's lift our hands in the house today. Praise God. Hallelujah. And as your hands are lifted, go ahead and open up, open, open up your mouth and lift your voice. Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for his presence and spirit that is in this house tonight. Thank everyone for making their way out for uh, the service tonight, hear the word of the Lord, and to uh, enjoy the presence of God. Uh, and I believe that God is going to do something special tonight. Praise God. And if you are here, you are here by purpose. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're here by purpose. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know sometimes we do things out of custom, but we have to realize that God doesn't do anything uh, coincidentally. Amen. There are no coincidences with God. And God doesn't do anything out of routine or out of tradition. Hallelujah. Or out of custom. Praise God. Hallelujah. But God does things intentionally. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. As you remain standing, we'll go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 22. I want to thank uh, Pastor Urshan again for allowing me to be here with you. And uh, I'm thankful to be a part of what God is doing in this ministry, the, the expansion that God is causing to take place in your ministry, not just geographically into this other property, praise the Lord, but there's an expansion of souls, hallelujah, in, uh, numerically and individually, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, you can sense the spiritual growth and maturity, hallelujah, people that are thirsty and hungry for the things of God, and also it was such a delight to see that overflow in the lobby, praise God, hallelujah, as the Lord is adding to this assembly, praise the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. And to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. So let me give you uh, some uh, backstory behind this. This is Jesus' next action after he took five loaves and two fish, broke them, blessed them, and distributed them to the people that were there. Amen. The Bible says that uh, there were some people there. Hallelujah, that came to hear him speak. Praise God. And the Bible says that the multitude that came to hear him speak, the Bible says it was about 5,000 men. Amen. And so Jesus took five loaves and two fish and fed over 5,000 people because you can imagine that these men were not alone. Amen. I believe they were with their families. The Bible says that there was a lad there that they got those loaves and fish from. And uh, he was able to take the little of that young person, praise God, and break it and feed the masses. And so you could imagine if every man there had a wife and at least one child, that would be about 15,000 people that were fed by the miraculous provision of God. Amen. 
And then the Bible says Jesus told his disciples after they had their little doggy bags walking away full with baskets, each disciple having their own basket full of the remnants of the miracle. Bible says that Jesus told them, okay, now it's time for you to go into a ship and I'm going to meet you on the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when even was come, he was there alone. All the people had uh, left and vacated that property, that premises where they were listening to the teachings of Jesus. And the Bible says that the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Everybody say the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went on to them walking on the sea. Praise God. Lift your voice and help me pray that God would speak directly to us and continue to give us perfect direction. Hallelujah. For our next steps going into uh, the new year and expanding what God is trying to do with the ministry of Tree of Life and all the ministers and people that make up this beautiful church. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence, your power. Thank you for your precious people that have come here today, Lord God, to hear your word and to respond to your word, Lord God. And we will do that. We will respond accordingly as you move on our hearts and move on our spirits and move on our minds, Lord God. Hallelujah. We release you to do whatever you want to do, Lord God, in this place. Hallelujah. We take the limits off of our faith, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Loose your spirit to have its way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God. One more time before you see it, put your hands together, lift your voice, and give God a shout of praise tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to uh, continue on. If, if, if I can, I'll just continue from where uh, I left off this morning talking about the hour of prayer. And when I say the hour of prayer, I'm not talking about an hour of prayer. I'm not talking about praying for an hour. I'm talking about going into a season where you are praying and you are allowing God to direct your prayers. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are not uh, praying uh, out of ritual or out of custom. Praise God. But we are praying in communication with the most high God. Hallelujah. So he can use our words and begin to bring about things that we cannot see into our reality. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want you to notice something about yourself. Hallelujah. You are not just the body that is sitting in that comfortable seat that you're in right now. There is more to you than what you see in the mirror. Praise God. You are not just a visible being, but there is an invisible side to you. Praise God. When you go to sleep at night, praise God, your body is asleep. But there is a part of you that is still very much aware, praise God. That's why we have dreams. That's why we can see things that we have in our thought life sometimes when we are not even functional in our physical body, praise God. And also, there is not just uh, activity when you uh, are sleeping, but when you uh, pass away, 
Praise God. They'll take your body, they'll pump it up full of fluids, and they'll put it in a casket or whatever the preparations are, but you will still be existing somewhere. Praise God. So there is an invisible side to you. And I, the reason why I need to make this premise here is because we only are trained and we only are raised to live one-dimensionally. We are raised to live in this natural realm. Praise God. We are raised to live for this natural body. Praise God. And so what we will do, we will do everything in our lives to cater to this visible side of us. Praise God. But there is more than meets the eye when it comes to your existence. Praise the Lord. And God wants to awaken his church to begin to live in the spirit. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us in the New Testament many times over to walk in the spirit. Praise God. He's not talking about using your physical feet and using your physical legs to tread, praise God, but he's talking about a life, a journey that you are in, hallelujah, that is a part of the invisible world, praise the Lord, and the invisible world is just as real as the world that you see right now with your natural eye, praise God, hallelujah, and if you don't believe that, I'll call you a liar because you really do believe in the invisible world, praise God, you believe in things that you can't cannot see. Praise the Lord. You believe in the wind. Praise God. You haven't seen any wind, but you do believe that it exists. Praise God. You can feel it. You can hear it. You can see what it affects. Praise the Lord. And such is the spirit world. You can feel it. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can see what it affects. Hallelujah. And there is an utterance. Hallelujah. That transcends both the natural or, or the seen world and the unseen world. Praise God. The one thing that can segue those two realities is your voice. Hallelujah. And that's why prayer is so paramount in our existence because when you begin to lift your voice, you are not just uh, affecting, hallelujah, the things that you see, but you are affecting things that you cannot see. The Bible tells us that everything that you see, hallelujah, was made, hallelujah, not with things which do appear, but all existence was created by and upheld by the word of his power. So utterances, a word of God can bring about something that is unseen into the seen reality. Hallelujah. You've got to be able to tap into that side of yourself that God empowers by his Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. To enable you to speak things into existence as though they already are. Although right now you can't see it. Hallelujah. But you believe it and you can call it and you can reach for it and you can expect it because there's something happens, hallelujah, when the child of God begins to open their mouths and begin to address the unseen world. Hallelujah. And so God wants his people to realize how powerful you are in the spirit. When you are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and prayer cannot be neglected in your daily journey in the spirit. You have to include communication with the most high God in your daily routine. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know I'm in a house filled of people that believes what I'm saying. Hallelujah. But you'll be surprised by the people that believe in daily prayer but don't do it. My God. Amen. Hallelujah. They believe in the power of God but don't engage in it until they come to service. 
Amen. I want to let somebody know today that the power of God is not just confined to the time that you spent here in this edifice. Praise God. But whatever you feel in this sanctuary can go with you anywhere you go. Hallelujah. Whatever you need, hallelujah, and whenever you need it, God is able to show up and able to show out wherever you need him to be. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to talk to you today about some things that will help you to begin to walk into that next level of what God has available for you. Praise God. We are seeing in this story of an account of Jesus walking on water. Jesus Christ, who is fully man and fully God, He is walking on water. No man had ever done that before. He's doing some things that had never been done before. Praise God. And we can understand that, and we don't have a problem with it. And we can celebrate it, and we can shout about it, that Jesus is walking on water. Hallelujah. Could you imagine with me, Jesus is walking on a body of water, That is not just still. You have to understand that there was a storm involved. After he had performed another miracle that nobody has ever done before, he tells his disciples to get into a ship and go over to the other side. So they got a directive. They got a call from the master to go to a certain destination. And they were using the conventional means in how to get there. That's how you cross a body of water. You don't just try to swim your way across a big body of water like that. You get into a ship. That's just what we do. We get into the ship and we go over to the destination nation that we are aiming for and so they were answering the call of God to go over to the destination that he's called them to go hallelujah they were responding to the word of God hallelujah but the Bible says that in the midst of their journey of getting from point A to point B they were in a time of transition trying to get to where God wanted them to go hallelujah the Bible says that they found themselves in the midst of a storm praise God and the storm was full of wind praise God the wind was blowing on that body of water so much so that it caused fishermen to be afraid think about it now these men this is not their first rodeo most of these disciples were fishermen by trade they knew what to do on a boat they, they I'm pretty sure they've been through a storm in a boat before, praise God, and not just any storm, but they were also privy to uh, the things about the Sea of Galilee. Uh, and they were fishermen, hallelujah, to this body of water, praise God. And they found themselves in such a storm that it caused them to be afraid, praise God. What kind of storm would cause men, hallelujah, that are used to uh, being in peril in that type of mechanism to be afraid? be a really bad storm. The Bible says the waves were beaten into the ship. Had to be really big waves. And the Bible says in the midst of all of that, the wind going, the waves beaten into the ship, so that some parts of the scripture say the boat would have sank. Praise God. Jesus is now 
walking on that troubled water. Hallelujah. I got an encouraging word for somebody. Hallelujah. Your storm does not scare God. Hallelujah. He is well able to walk on top of anything that is trying to cause fear and intimidation in your life. Hallelujah. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how bad it is. God can walk on top of it. Hallelujah. Imagine those waves. High enough to beat against a ship and cause fishermen to be afraid. And Jesus, I know what the scripture said, he was walking on water, but the water was in the form of huge waves. Can you, can you imagine the miracle involved? He wasn't just, I know you watch your Jesus movies at Easter and you see, you know, Jesus walking on that nice little puddle and, you know, it, it wasn't like that. There were waves that Jesus was walking on top of, and it wasn't hindering. The Bible says uh, that he would have passed them. He was getting more progress. Hear it now. He was having more progress outside of the conventional means to get to their destination. Hallelujah. And when somebody noticed... That Jesus was walking on the water and he would have passed them up on the way to their destination. Somebody said, well, if Jesus is getting to the destination faster than I am in my own conventional means, that's just what we do. We get into a boat and we cross the body of water. But Jesus is doing a new thing. Hallelujah. And he's having more progress than we are in this con oh, Hallelujah. Conventional, uh, traditional way uh, to get to my destiny. Uh, and I'm not going to stay right here in this boat. Uh, I'm going to step out. Uh, I, I got to get to where Jesus is. I got to do what Jesus uh, is doing. Hallelujah. So in spite of the intimidation, in spite of the fear and no nervousness, somebody recognized Jesus in their storm. And Jesus Answers a call. Hallelujah. Peter says, Lord, I think it's you. And if it's you, I won't come out there too. And Jesus allows Peter. Now we, we can get with it. We just, yeah, Jesus walked on water. But church, he wasn't the only one. God is trying to lift your understanding and God is trying to open and expand your expectation of what he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think and you can accept that because it's Jesus but he wants to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh and he wants to include you in this miracle that he oh hallelujah Hallelujah. 
I don't know about you, but that excites me because I realize God is not just going and doing things on my behalf, but the greater miracle is that he can include my humanity inside his divinity. Praise God. He wants to do a miracle in your life and include you in the process. So Peter steps out the nerve of this man to believe that he could do what Jesus was doing. Oh, hallelujah. Can I tell you, church, God is looking for a body of believers that will say if God told me greater works shall I do? I'm not settling, praise God, for less than what the Bible showed me that Jesus did. Because Jesus said, I'm supposed to be doing greater things than what I've read about. And if you haven't been seeing greater things than what you read about in the Bible, you are living subpar to the call of God in your life. It's time for the church of the living God to rise up above mediocrity and say, I'm not satisfied with where I'm at right now. I'm moving forward into another dimension. Bless my heart to hear you catalog all those utterances and words of God that all tied in and blended together to paint a tapestry of the will of God for this assembly. Praise God. You've got to understand this is not just a pastime. Yeah. Some of you feel, well, I could be doing other things. You could be doing, you could, brother, you could be sitting home watching football right now. Some of you probably on your phones right now watching it. No, not in Cincinnati. They do that in Chicago. But yeah, you, you can be doing other things with your time and coming to church, but you decided to come here, praise God. And it's not just out of obligation that you are here, but there's a sovereign call of God to draw you into a dimension of his power, hallelujah, that he wants you to experience seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, hallelujah, a perpetual ongoing miracle that begins to unfold with layers and layers and layers of spiritual operation in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you got to stop believing the lie of the devil to accept just this one dimensional I'm living to please my body and my flesh. Hallelujah. Sometimes, hallelujah, you're going to have to break past the shell of this existence. 
and allow God to pull you into times of prayer that are not scheduled. Praise God. You got to allow him to nudge you in the smallest ways. Hallelujah. And you begin to respond to his voice. Hallelujah. You'll learn his proddings and his nudges and his voice of direction in your life. It doesn't have to be loud and boisterous like the preacher up here tonight, but sometimes it's still and it's small. And if you're paying attention, you can be included in a miracle that God Peter, the reason why he was able to step out, he didn't step out on his own volition. He stepped out because he was invited to. There was a divine invitation for mankind to experience the supernatural. I feel this so heavily. I don't know who this is for. I don't know who you are that you've been digging and longing for more, but God sent you a word today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's sending you an invitation. And you know what? That invitation doesn't come when everything's going right. That invitation comes when you allow the storms in your life to push you to request some things you probably would never request from Jesus. It changed his mode of prayer. He began to ask for things that has never been done before. Hear me, church. This is not just for Peter or the apostles. They were flesh and blood like you and I. And a matter of fact, he was doing this without the Holy Ghost. I wish somebody would wake up to the fact, hallelujah, that you've got something on the inside of you that the devil is afraid that if you realize who you are in this world, you'll begin to dismantle every device of the kingdom of darkness because you'll step and walk into a supernatural realm. Woo. Hallelujah. And so his pressure caused him to request something of Jesus. Hallelujah. And no man had ever asked him before. But he had a vision of what could be done. And he asked God. He said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to operate in that realm. Hallelujah. Because I am not getting anywhere in this traditional, conventional way of trying to reach my destination. I want to do what you're doing, God. Jesus says, come. And Peter steps out of that boat and is walking to Jesus. Not on that nice little calm puddle, but the wind was still blowing. What kind of wind could blow waves that high, but it wasn't affecting Peter as he was walking to Jesus? Peter was walking on top of those waves. 
high enough to beat against the ship and cause it to, to almost sink. Peter was now doing what Jesus was doing. Hallelujah. Because he made a request of God. Hallelujah. Out of desperation, out of expectancy, that God was able to do some things, not just by himself, but include us in the miracle that he wants to perform. God is calling somebody to say, prove me now and see if I will not draw you into a level of living that is above anything that you've ever experienced ever before. Lift your hands right now. He's bidding you come. Hallelujah. There's an invitation. Hallelujah. That God is throwing out in this sanctuary tonight for you to experience a level of living for God that you have not ever experienced in your life. Hallelujah. And there is no limit. There is no cap. There is no lid to what you can experience when you begin to step out of the conventional and the traditional way of trying to reach your purpose and destination in God. Hallelujah. Oh, cool. So come on, lift your voice right now. Hallelujah. Come on, man of God said it. God is calling you deep. Hallelujah. But you're not going to drown. Hallelujah. Come on, don't be afraid. Hallelujah. You're not going to sink. Hallelujah. If you pay attention to the negativity, that's when you'll start to sink. But the pressures and the storm gives you an opportunity to... Go ahead, brother, go ahead. Come on. Like a river of living water. Let it begin to flow out of you right now. Hallelujah. Come on, get ready, church. This ain't going to be church as usual anymore. Hallelujah. God is exposing you uh, to a level of himself uh, that if you don't press for this, uh, you're not going to feel comfortable uh, where you are right now. Hallelujah. You're going you're gonna to long for it. Uh, and if you don't reach for it, hallelujah, you're going to be displeased. Uh, you're going to be uncomfortable. Uh, but he's calling some people right now to reach beyond where you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Search yourself right now and let God direct you to the place where you've put the limit. Where have you told God no and begin to undo 
what's stopping up the flow that God is trying to direct right now. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We talked about it this morning, talking about the flow, hallelujah, of the four rivers in the Garden of Eden where it, Eden, where it flowed into the midst of the garden to bring sustenance and, and all the provision for the uh, plants and things that were in the garden. Praise God. The Bible says that tree of the knowledge of good and evil was in the midst and also the tree of life. So those rivers were flowing. Praise God. And I believe that God is doing a new thing. He's beginning to allow something to flow out. Hallelujah. From the tree of life. Praise God. Hallelujah. We had a, a, a lady testify today that God gave her an open vision while she was here in the altars that a flaming sword came down right in front of her here at the altar. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that was very symbolic. Hallelujah. Of that Garden of Eden story. Praise God. And rightly so named this church tree of life. Hallelujah. Where things and source of spiritual life and sustenance is flowing not just in, hallelujah, but there is an undertow. God's been doing some construction, hallelujah, beneath the surface, and he's been creating an undertow that's reversing the flow, hallelujah. You've been having things flow, hallelujah, into this place, praise God, but God's about to begin to let some things flow out, praise the Lord. He's going to use you as a conduit, to, hallelujah, for his word, for his power, hallelujah, to connect people into encounters with his spirit they, they could have in no other way, Praise God. Uh, don't wait for the ministers just to do it. Hallelujah. God is calling every individual. Uh, hallelujah. He's going to call you to connect uh, with people. Praise God. Uh, he's going to ask you to drop off some things. Uh, oh, hallelujah. He's going to ask you to begin to shift some things in your life uh, to accommodate uh, a flow. Praise God. God is beginning to shift. He's doing a new thing. Hallelujah. And are you going to be a part of it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only way you can thrive in walking with God like this is you've got to let him change your view of your issues. How you view and interpret your storms is very pivotal to how you will survive in these last days of living for God. Because every opposition presents opportunity. And if you don't see it that way, you will stay in your boat, afraid of the waves, feel like you're sinking when Jesus is right there not just with your answer, but he is the answer. And he's modeling what you can do to survive in this realm. Praise God. I wish I could tell you that the devil won't attack you when you're walking with God like this. But God will allow the enemy to begin to meddle in your lives to push you into places of spiritual opportunity 
This is the only place that you get this type of invitation to experience the supernatural of God. Hallelujah. It's only in your time of storm that God opens up a window of opportunity to begin to step out and begin to show the power of God working in your life. Hallelujah. 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 And as all this is happening, I want to recall your attention because the Bible tells us the time period in which it is happening. It is the fourth watch of the night. Now, the time scale in that culture, they had 12 hours of the day starting at 6 a.m., ending at 6 p.m., and they broke up the hours of the night into watches, like a military term. Somebody can stand guard for that season of time. So the first watch from 6 to 9, second watch from 9 to midnight, third watch from midnight to 3, and the fourth watch, the time before dawn. You remember what we spoke about this morning. So Jesus is causing all of this to happen in the fourth watch of the night. Hallelujah. It's at a time, hallelujah, when the people of God would get up and make preparations for sacrifice. They would get their wood together and get, get, they, would get, they would get their animals and bullocks and they would begin to make their trek to the place, hallelujah, where they would go to the altar and begin to sacrifice and worship their God, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. It was also a time, praise God, where many angelic activities are beginning to happen, praise God. You will think about uh, the, the life of Jacob when he was in transition going after he, he tricked his brother into selling him uh, the, the birthright and stealing his blessing, praise God. He was going to his kinfolk land, praise God, and in transition, the Bible says he fell asleep and right before he woke up, he had a dream of a ladder that came down uh, and a ladder spanned uh, from the heavens hallelujah all the way to the earth uh, and the bible says uh, that the lord stood above that ladder uh, and there were angels uh, going up uh, and going down that ladder praise god uh, there was angelic activity uh, in the wee hours of the morning praise god uh, and when he woke up uh, he realized that he was right in the middle of where god lived Hallelujah. God turned around and speaks to him and says, this is this where you had this dream, where you experienced this angelic activity. This was not an easy place for you, but this is my inheritance to you. I allow certain things in your life to push you into a place, hallelujah, where you can experience some powerful... allow you to experience some powerful things. Hallelujah. So every thing that the devil tries to do to destroy you, don't, let, don't believe the lie. He can't do it. The best he can do is allow you to destroy yourself. Why do you think suicide is so big? 
he can't kill you. And so he'll give you thoughts to self-mutilate. He'll give you thoughts to backslide. He'll give you thoughts to walk away from God. Hallelujah. Because he can't do it by himself. He'll try to to enlist your help for your own demise. But somebody needs to close that door on the devil right now in the name of Jesus. And say, I'm not believing that voice, that lie. I'm not going that direction. your hands right now. God wants to speak to the church. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, get this revelation tonight. Hallelujah. Every issue, even those that are self-inflicted, God can turn it around and build something powerful. Hallelujah. But the devil don't want you to know that. He don't want you to see it that way. He wants you to think God is trying to punish you. He wants you to think, hallelujah, that all, oh, glory. Mm. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your mentality above this visible. And begin to, invest, begin to activate that invisible side of you. Hallelujah. To connect with the purpose and direction of God. Take your neighbor by the hand right now. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Come on, pray right now. Ask God, God, shift my thinking. Let me see it how you see it. Hallelujah. Let let me see it how you see it, God. Hallelujah. It's not just opposition. This is opportunity. Hallelujah. I can step out into something that I've never been able to accomplish in my life. Hallelujah. But Lord, you're bidding me, hallelujah, to begin to pursue it. Begin to step out. Hallelujah. It's uncomfortable to me. It's uncomfortable to my flesh. I've never done it before. Hallelujah. But God has given you an opportunity. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, church, lift your voice right now. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let, let God begin to heal that discouragement right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let him begin to shift you. Hallelujah. Let him begin to shift your thinking. Hallelujah. Let him begin to give you a jolt of energy right now. Hallelujah. Because you realize that whatever this is right here, hallelujah, it's not for my demise. Hallelujah. It's going to bring me to a greater destiny in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hear the word of the Lord tonight. God is calling his people to a greater depth. Hallelujah. To walk in a level of living. Hallelujah. That you have not experienced yet. Praise God. But the enemy has too much access points into your home, into your life. Hallelujah. And as soon as you try to go deeper, you will feel that the enemy has the upper hand. Praise God. Because he's been able to grab a hold of your mind through different outlets of entertainment and media. He's been able to grab a hold of your children. Hallelujah. He's been able to disrupt families and marriages. Hallelujah. He's been able to put anxiety upon you. Hallelujah. He's been able to put insecurities inside of your mind to make you distrust people that you're supposed to love. Hallelujah. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. God is calling his people to deny access to the enemy hallelujah you go ahead and close those doors to hell hallelujah right now in the name of Jesus hallelujah because God is about to open up the super hallelujah 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 grab your neighbor by the hand right now let's wait on God God is getting ready to heighten your spiritual awareness. He's about to sharpen the gifts of the Spirit on the inside of you. Hallelujah. He's going to make you so keen to the invisible world. Hallelujah. You're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the city of Cincinnati. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and accept the call right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to 
in your mind. Let God take you to those places where there's openings to the enemy. Praise God and begin to, in your mind, see yourself closing those access points. Hallelujah. Closing those doors to the enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know who you are tonight, but God thinks very highly of you. Hallelujah, tree of life. God thinks very highly of you. Hallelujah. Oh, he's trying to lay upon you a mantle. Church, lift your voice right now. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, I know you're probably a little weary and a little tired in your body. Hallelujah. But God is trying to mark this day, hallelujah, as a pivotal point in your church's history in the name of Jesus. Come on, you're beginning to shift some things. Hallelujah. In the invisible world. Hallelujah. And the enemy wants to begin to distract your mind right now. He's trying to put things into your thoughts. Hallelujah. To make you think of other things than focusing on God right now. But we're coming. Hallelujah to take a hold, hallelujah, of your attention uh, and place it uh, on the things of the Spirit tonight. Uh, and we loose you uh, in the Holy Ghost uh, to pursue uh, the invitation of the supernatural. He's awakening the fivefold ministry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's awakening. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Come on, can you feel it rising in the atmosphere? Can you feel God drawing you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that rocking that you've been feeling has been disturbing you, but it wasn't to disturb you. It's to bring you to your day. You got to awaken to the fact that God is in the midst right there. Hallelujah. And he's giving you an invitation to step out. He's calling you to stop living like you ain't got no power. Praise God. You better let that Holy Ghost get stirred up on the inside of you and let him begin to work. Let him work in you. Hallelujah. Let him begin to work in you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Come on, if you feel comfortable to do so, you can step out of your seat and come to the altar. But if you want to stay in your seat right now and lift your voice, that's all right. Hallelujah. Let, a, let an eruption happen in this sanctuary of the voices of God's people. You are affecting the unseen.
If you're in a season of prayer, keep praying. The reason why God is calling the body of Christ to these depths of walking and living in him, hallelujah, is because the world is pursuing spiritual depth as well. Hallelujah. And if you don't walk in it, the world is going to teach your children their way of walking in it. Hallelujah. That's, that's why there's such a fascination with, with witchcraft and the occult. And it's woven into their cartoons. It's woven into their entertainment. Praise God. Hallelujah. More people are interested in Avengers and Marvel because they're so infatuated with supernatural power. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's time for the church to stand up. Hallelujah. And begin to be the model. Hallelujah. Of what it looks like. Hallelujah. To have the power of God operating in the world. Hallelujah. And if we don't rise up to the occasion, the world is going to grab their minds. He's going to grab their attentions. Hallelujah. But you, hallelujah, who have the real thing, that's what the world is trying to do. They're trying to pattern off of what you've already got. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Lift your hands, church. God is going to impart a healing ministry in this place. Hallelujah. There are individuals God is going to begin to highly activate the gifts of healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You'll be able to walk into hospital rooms and things begin to reverse. Praise God. We already had a testimony of it happening in men's prayer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is not in the business of sporadically showing his power. He wants it to be a flow, an operation. Hallelujah. That type of ministry, hallelujah. God said, I'm going to wrap. Oh, 
Hallelujah. I'm going to rapidly multiply it. I'm going to cause it to be so frequent. Hallelujah. That it's going to be commonplace. Hallelujah. To see God heal cancer. It's going to, people going to know where to come. Hallelujah. If they want a physical healing, there's going to be a river flowing from this place. And the first stream is going to be gifts of healing. Oh, Hallelujah. 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 Come on, lift your hands if you want that type of flow in your life. Hallelujah. In the next few moments, God is going to engage your thoughts. I want you to pay special attention to what God places inside of your mind to think about. Hallelujah. Come on, focus your mind right now in the name of Jesus. I come against every force of darkness, every force of witchcraft, hallelujah, every warlock that wants to confuse and bind and cause fuzziness in the minds of God's people right now that they cannot hear the voice and word of the Lord, hallelujah. We insulate this edifice, hallelujah, for the will and work of God right now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, and we loose the power of God to begin to move like a river, hallelujah, flowing in this place, hallelujah, let his word and his voice begin to flood your mind pay special attention to what he talks to you about hallelujah and I want you to go find a place after you leave this service tonight and write it down and mark this day hallelujah that God spoke that into your spirit
Church, I want you to begin to lift your voice right now and begin to worship God and praise him like whatever you felt, hallelujah, God placed into your spirit that he is well able to bring it into your reality in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. One more time, church. Lift your voice. Go ahead. Praise him. Worship. Praise him. Praise him. Magnify him. Hallelujah. 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 I don't care how crazy it is. I don't care how impossible it may seem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's getting ready to fulfill his word. In the name of Jesus. 